So, I really should not have done it, but I just couldn't help myself. I was speaking with a priest friend of mine about the upcoming Easter vigil, and I nonchalantly asked him if he had anyone in his RCIA program. Oh yes, he said enthusiastically, taking the bait. <laughs> We're really excited. We have three this year. How about you? <laughs> Dramatic pause. We have 31. <laughs> It is shameful, I know, but worthy of the boast. It's worthy of the boast because of these tremendous women and men giving themselves more deeply to the church and to God, but boasting mostly as St. Paul tells us to do, to boast only and joyfully in Jesus Christ and him risen from the dead. Don't gloss over that fact. We believe that Jesus was dead and is alive. It is the heart of our faith and the reason for our hope. And that is true for the 31 of you, but also for every single one of us who tonight celebrate the resurrection of Jesus and his living presence among us here and now. Think about the words that are most common to tonight's celebration. Fire, water, blood, light, body, raised, spirit, life and love. These are elemental, central realities. But until that moment on that Easter morn, and the time was known only to God and his angels, on that morning, in that place, something outside of time happened and changed history, and that includes your history. All these realities found their full and final meeting in Jesus alone. Picture it all from God the Father's point of view. The exultant hymn that I sang earlier tells us this. And listen again to these beautiful words. The exalted tells us that the flame of this candle, which spread to all of yours, mingles with the stars of heaven. God looks down through the heavens and sees the cold cave blocked off by a huge stone, a dead body inside, and suddenly 
light, fire, blood, body, spirit, raised, life, love. And the light now spread to each of us. Jesus is risen. He is alive. Yesterday, during the veneration of the cross on Good Friday, how touching to see hundreds and hundreds of people approach the wood on which Jesus hung, bringing their needs, reverence, hurts, and hopes. As it happened, an older gentleman got down on his knees in a tender gesture of love. And when he needed assistance to get up, two of our servers sprang into action. And I had tears in my eyes. All I could think of was Simon of Cyrene helping Jesus to carry his cross. It dawned on me, Jesus is here, now in resurrection glory, and so too is his suffering. So too, all of those who were part of his life, Mary, Joseph, the Magdalene, Peter, Simon of Cyrene. And what does his presence do? Again, the exultet gives us one answer. His glory fills you. It is that glory which helps us to face COVID and war and family problems and personal struggles. These past three days have shown us that suffering faced with love is the mysterious path to peace and to wholeness. Someone stopped me recently here in the church and he was heavy with sorrow for the evil in the world. But as he kept talking, his strong faith bubbled up and as he was leaving down the center aisle, he turned around and he said, Jesus changes everything, doesn't he? Jesus changes everything because everything changed that Easter day. For those of you about to enter the church fully, he loves you. Follow him. For those of you searching, he loves you. Follow him. For those of us many years in the trenches of faith, he loves you. Follow him. The light from the stars of heaven mingle with the light of Christ dwelling in us. Fill the world with that love, risen, alive, eternal, Almighty.
Thanks for listening to Within the Walls of St. Paul's Sunday Homilies. Please be sure to like us on Facebook and consider supporting us by visiting stpaulsharvardsquare.org. That's stpaulsharvardsquare.org. God bless and see you next time.